Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Handle Your Scandal podcast. I'm your host, Mara Watkins. And yeah, it's been a minute, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's totally my bad. Obviously, it's my bad. This is a one-woman show. But no, honestly, um, it was final season, which anyone that's been to school knows that final season is just its own experience in itself. You're super, you know, more stressed out than usual, busier than usual, um, having to just do all of that. So yes, I did need to take a brief hiatus again. Going through final season during the COVID-19 crisis was just, yeah, I, I'm usually already stressed out during finals, but having to go through it like at my own house was just its own other set of challenges. Um, I definitely could have planned my exam taking better, but what's done is done. It's in the past, right? (laughs) Just hopefully I pass all my classes. Um, I'm sure I'll be all right. But just in case y'all send out good vibes for me, I actually don't know if any of my grades are up. I haven't checked. Um, I doubt it though. I mean, it just finished. So yeah, I did need to take a little bit of a break. After that, um, I had a little bit of brain burnout. My brain was just tired after spitting out all these different things about the law and such. So I did take a little break on recording. I actually, usually if I don't record, it's because I can't think of anything to talk about. But I actually have known what I wanted to talk about on my next solo episode for quite a while due to some events that happened on Twitter. Um not pop culture or anything well I guess no not pop culture but it was a little bit of a hot topic on Twitter particularly in black Twitter but I'll just dive into that a little bit later right now I'm just going to catch you all up on what else has been going on in my life since it has been a while since I recorded an episode well actually I think it all tie in pretty well together because they're kind of connected in a way So starting in May, so even before finals were over, I actually didn't finish finals till halfway through May. But starting in May, I did start this consistency challenge um, with Maddie James. Well, not with her because we don't know each other, but she started this consistency challenge for content creators. And basically what it involved was posting every day for the month of May and that sounds really easy but when you're a content creator especially if you have like a particular area that you create content for it's actually really hard well for me it was really hard to post every day prior to this just because I guess I never thought about my content that far in advance I usually would just be like oh like here's what I feel like posting today and then a few days would pass by and oh here's what I'm gonna post today but Posting every day does increase your reach and just the Instagram algorithm favors people who post every day and have people interact with their content or their postings every day. Um, So the only thing about this challenge was that it wasn't just posting every day, which you can easily do with Instagram stories. That's made that really easy. But this challenge consisted of posting on your in-feed every day, which your in-feed obviously is like your grid, your Instagram grid. And yeah, that was challenging for me prior to this challenge. It's still going to be challenging after this challenge, but not as challenging or not as scary. Um, Today is day 25. So it's basically almost over, like one more week left. 
and I'm super happy I took part in it. Um, what we had to do was post every day with the hashtag, hashtag consistency challenge. And then another hashtag was hashtag consistency pays because she is giving away a cash prize or something to someone of her choosing. I don't know how she's going to go about doing that. I didn't really care about that part. I really just needed something to help me be consistent with posting on my in feed because I was slacking, especially during the semester. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I'm really glad I did it. And I feel like my feed looks great. I'm having so much more of a reach. Um, the algorithm is not my worst enemy. And I just really am glad that I did it. So anyways, the reason that ties into what I'm talking about today is because Maddie James recently had like a little Twitter um, drama, I guess you would say, because someone did reach out to her in her email and ask her to be their mentor and you know this person was a stranger so she didn't know them and Maddie shared that this happened on her Twitter and then um, she like screenshot the messages and uploaded it and was like you know you can't be asking people like that or what did she say I don't have the message I'm not I'm not gonna go through my like go through Twitter and look for screenshots because I'm sure somebody has them I don't have them because personally, I don't know. Here's the thing. On Twitter, it was like this very big thing because, you know, this person's asking for mentorship, which is scary, right? You know, asking someone you don't know for mentorship. And what the gist of Maddie said was that, you know, if you're going to ask someone to be your mentor, you need to also be able to provide them with something. And a lot of people on Twitter didn't appreciate that because... You know, it's like mentorship, you're supposed to, well, this is what people said, mentorship, you're so, you're not supposed to get anything out of it. You're just supposed to mentor people and that's what you get out of it is helping the next person. And you know, a lot of people were outraged. A lot of people also took Maddie's side. And for me, I felt like, yeah, screenshotting the email was not the best thing to do. But I also wasn't completely against what Maddie was saying, and here's why. Well, first, I guess I should explain who Maddie James is. I've been following her for years, literally since I started my blog. She's one of the people who I've, um, just anytime she provides free information, I definitely take it in because she is a blogger, podcaster, lifestyle influencer. She's worked with so many brands. She's been featured in Forbes magazine. So she knows her shit, period. Like she knows what she's talking about and she's not new to it. Um, you know, she's not new to the game or to the industry or to any of that. So anytime she has free information, I straight up, I listen to it and I take what I can from it and try to utilize it as best as I can. I even wrote about her website in one of my blogs that was um, things I wish I knew when I started blogging because her website was such a big resource to me. But what Maddie does is she also has courses to help influencers learn how to pitch to brands or how to do different things, right? So the way I see it is that if your business is providing people with information, then somebody asking you to be their mentor is basically trying to sidestep that and you know get that information for free 
and you know anyone that engages with Maddie's content they know that she provides a lot of gems for free like she goes live every Wednesday on Instagram and shares different tips for people I've tuned into some of the lives myself they're always super helpful and even this challenge like I said has helped me as a content creator so while I do feel like it was not appropriate to like blast the email exchange and it probably was super embarrassing for that girl, Maddie did apologize and she reflected on where she was wrong and where she could have done better. Um, but you know, black Twitter never forgets. So people will probably still bring that up. But me, I kind of just understood because I feel like when your business is helping people, you kind of do need to get something in exchange for your time and help. I mean, Maybe I'm wrong, but I definitely can see why she would take that approach and believe that. Um, you know, she brought up an example, like if somebody wants to be her mentee, maybe they can help her with a graphic design or they can help her with something because, you know, mentorship relationships sometimes, I don't know. The thing is for me, I just don't see myself asking a complete stranger to be my mentor. You know what I'm saying? Like when I think of a mentor, I think of somebody you know, somebody you know well, someone you can learn from. And just asking a complete stranger, I mean, granted, even if you like look up to them and they're a role model, just asking a complete stranger to be your mentor, just, I don't know, like someone you've never interacted with, someone you've never worked with, that just seemed a little bit off to me. And I could understand why it was off putting to her as well. And that kind of gets me into this next topic. Well, I guess it's not the next topic. It's the only topic, but obviously I'm not talking about in a mentorship capacity because um, any mentor, mentee that I have is it formed organically. You know what I'm saying? Like it was never like, oh, you're going to be my mentee and I'm going to be your mentor. Um, except when I did do this uh, mentorship program in undergrad. But even then, like, you know what I mean? Like it was just something you signed up for something that, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just complete out of the nowhere random. And I feel like, not that I'm talking about mentorship, but even since I've started blogging and podcasting, I've had a lot of people ask for things of me, if that makes sense. So what I mean is that, you know, people will hit me up and they'll be like, hey, I know that you have a blog. Um, can you help me? I'm thinking about starting a blog. Or hey, I know that you started a podcast. Um, can you maybe help me with that? Or even in the law school capacity, you know, um, people ask me about law school and help with that. And me personally, I don't mind because I do like to help people as well. But the thing is, like, sometimes if you don't know someone, it is kind of, in my opinion, rude to just ask them to help you and you don't have any type of relationship like me usually it's people that i know or you know i've witnessed them on their journey with certain things especially when it comes to like people who are applying to law school um or you know what i mean like for example um my home girl janine at Twit queen's podcast um she was getting ready to start a blog and this was after they had already featured me on the podcast. And, you know, I still interact with their content. They still interact with my content. They're super supportive. I try to support them as much as I can. We have that relationship, right? So she asked me for my thoughts and for some time to talk about her starting a blog. And that was not offensive to me because 
we have that relationship. As I mentioned, you know, we've worked together before. They featured me on their podcast. They engage with my content. I engage with their content. And that's sort of an even exchange, right? When it comes to helping people get into law school, usually it is, you know, another student of color who's asking me for help, which, you know, something I'm very passionate about is getting more students of color into law school. So that's the thing that I'm gaining from it, right? That's the exchange is like, yes, I'm giving you my time and, you know, sharing my experiences with you to help you, but I'm getting something out of it because that is something that I'm passionate about is that mission of getting more students of color into law school. And I don't want to sound selfish, but at the same time, when you're a super busy young professional, you kind of do have to be selfish with your time and you have to, well, for me, at least recently, I have not liked dealing with um, non-reciprocal relationships. So people who only hit me up when they need something, um, I don't like that. I'm not going to lie about it. I don't like it. I don't care for it. Um, It puts a bad taste in my mouth personally. And I don't think it's wrong to do a cost-benefit analysis of your time, especially when you're helping people who, quite frankly, you don't have to help. Also, just the way that I am, I don't feel comfortable asking strangers for their time for free. Um, I actually don't even feel comfortable asking my friends for their time for extended periods of time for free. Um, that's just how I, I am since I've started in the industry of blogging and podcasting. Like if somebody has something or knows something that I don't, they probably had to do things I haven't done to learn it. So I should compensate them for their time personally that's what i think and compensation does not have to be financial it can be oh hey i know that you have x y and z i know how to do a b and c maybe i can help you by doing a b and c for you to teach me about x y and z you know what i'm saying in exchange like i mentioned earlier um and recently i was put in a situation where um somebody asked me i'm gonna just whatever i'm gonna just talk about it um somebody i literally haven't spoken to for years um they don't even like engage with my content in any capacity like i can't even think if they've recently liked any of my pictures even on instagram which okay it sounds stupid but hear me out like i can't think if they actually interact with my pictures on instagram or my stories or you know they don't even do that bare minimum we haven't talked in years um they don't read my blog well i can't say that for a fact but if i had to guess i would say this person doesn't read my blog doesn't even listen to my podcast because they didn't even know i had a podcast until somebody else told them i had a podcast and then all of this together they hit me up to ask me for help with podcasting and here's the thing first of all it wasn't even like a text or an email or anything they literally had hit me up on the most obscure social media that I have that I barely use. Um, I'm not gonna name it, but you can probably guess. And they hit me up on there, which is like, mm, red flag number one, if you need to hit me up outside of my own phone number or Instagram, we probably don't have the relationship necessary for you to be asking me for a favor. Um, I'm just say that, you know? 
Um, yeah, so it's like this person does not engage in anything that I do for free, right? As a content creator, we put out so much free content and I'm not trying to sound all like high and mighty or I think I'm so cool, but it's like, I love helping people, you know, like that's what I like to do. So yeah, my blog is free. Um, my podcast is free. Like literally I give out so many things for free and it's just like for you to, I don't know, ask me for something when we don't even have that type of friend relationship is strange to me. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, when I'm friends with someone, I want to see them win. So yeah, if any of my friends, they don't even have to necessarily be close friends or even somebody who I interact with on Instagram every so often or Twitter even, if they reach out to me and say, hey, um, I'm thinking about doing X, Y, and Z. Do you have any tips? Well, first I send them the blog that I wrote when I first started blogging, like things I wish I knew when I started blogging. I send them that. I'm like, here's um, content I already have regarding this topic. If you have any more questions, let me know after you read this and I'll be, I'll try to help you as best as I can. But also I'm very new to all of this. So there's not really much advice I can give anyone except like the minimum basics, which is what the person was asking for. But it was like, oh, like what equipment do I need to start a blog? What, um, or not blog, sorry, podcast. <laughs> what do I need to start a podcast? And I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like my website is called themusingsofmara.com. My podcast is called Handle Your Scandal. Last I checked, nothing that I work on is called Google. And to some people that sounds harsh, even to myself saying that, I feel like kind of bad saying that. But at the same time, content creators are people who do blogs, people who do podcasts, people who do YouTube channels. Like there is so much that we learn either through trial and error or paying for courses. Like I literally have paid for multiple courses. Like when I first started blogging, I paid for different courses to learn, um, not the basics per se, cause you can literally Google the basics of most industries but just like certain things, like I just wanted to know more about. I paid for courses. I spent hours on Google researching, starting a blog, starting a podcast, um, maybe reached out to a few friends who were in the industry, but we had that relationship, right? And I just feel like you should not be hitting up a stranger asking for advice on starting something or doing something that you can literally Google. Like we, as a generation have so many resources for free at the tip of our fingers on our smartphones, which most people have. And the fact that people just feel so entitled to someone else's time who they don't speak to. Um, I honestly think this really just bothered me because I literally have not talked to this person in years. I mean, except maybe once they brought up like something funny that had happened um, when we were friends. But other than that, it was just like, we don't have that relationship as shown by you literally having to reach out to me, not on Instagram or by text or phone call or whatever. So yeah, it was just really, I don't know, it upsets me. I'm not gonna lie to you all. It upsets me because like I mentioned, anyone who has a blog or podcast or YouTube or wherever you can put content, I guarantee you they have put in a lot of time, whether it's through just doing it or researching it, they've put in a lot of time to learn the things that they know and to just want that information, especially for the most basic thing. Like it's gonna take me 
time out of my day to literally type up everything to you when you could literally just Google it. Like, gosh, the fact that I even feel mean saying that just shows how fucking, I don't know, it's weird. But like, you know, in society, it's considered rude to tell somebody, Google it. But it's like, that's what I had to do. I had to Google it. I had to learn. And I'm not saying like, oh, I had to struggle. So you have to struggle. But at the same time, if it's something you want to know, utilize your resources, especially before asking a stranger. Well, I'm not a stranger. Like this person knows me, but it's like for all intents and purposes, I'm a stranger. Like we haven't spoken in years. The person that you remember me as probably doesn't even exist anymore. So I don't know. I just feel like this is what I thought of when the whole Maddie James situation happened is like sometimes strangers really do. Well, strangers or people you don't talk to anymore, whatever, whoever the case may be, people who you're not that close to, who don't know you well enough anymore, feel so entitled to your time. And I feel like that is frustrating to me. It's frustrating. And I think that I just share this story because, you know, I really think as people, we need to be more mindful of what we ask of people, Um, especially, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm one of those people who, when people ask me for something, I want them to be like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I hate the fake. I hate the fakeness of that. Like, just ask me for what it is so I can say yes or no. But at the same time, the fact that like... (laughs) People just feel so comfortable asking people they don't really talk to for a favor, a time consuming favor. Like if I was to tell somebody everything it took for me to start my podcast, that would literally take up so much time. And it's like, you want me to just do this for you? For what? Like, I don't know. Some people are more giving than me. So maybe I'm just the one that's wrong on this. I could be wrong. I don't I'm not above being wrong. I've been wrong many times in my life. I'm sure I'll be really wrong in the future in some other points, hopefully not on anything that's super important, but I could be wrong. But I know that it's a common feeling amongst content creators that I personally interact with. Like, for example, my friend Daniel at Plot Twist Podcast, um, we've had conversations about this where it's just like people really feel entitled to whether it's your advice, a favor, your social capital uh, that you took time to build. People just really feel like you should just do things for them and not get anything in return. And no, that's not how the industry works. I especially thought this person in particular would understand that because they are also a creative in their own regard. And the fact that they didn't even say like, oh, hey, maybe I can help, you can help me with this and I can help you with that. Like, I don't know. It's just mind boggling to me. And I didn't go off on them. (laughs) I know I'm like going into it right now, but you know, sometimes I pick and choose my battles. Sometimes I don't feel like arguing with people or like, you know, trying to correct them. People are not always open to constructive criticism. So all I did, they were like, oh, what do you need to start a podcast? And I was like a computer and well, not even a computer, but something to record with that's all I said I was like something to record with and they were like oh okay thanks which they probably were irritated with me but it's like I mean first of all you asked a very vague question let's get into that too (laughs) sorry I'm just rambling but no you ask a very broad question right you're like oh what do I need to start a podcast I feel like you need to make your ask very specific 
because that is a very broad question and of course that leaves open to interpretation me saying a microphone which or something to record with which is that is not incorrect what i said yes i was being a smart ass but it is correct you do need something to record with to start a podcast that is truth (laughs) so i feel like making your ask specific is really important if you're going to ask somebody who you necessarily don't have that relationship with I think it's very important to be intentional about what you're asking. Um, An example that maybe would have been a better question is, hey, I'm starting a podcast. I know I need X, Y, and Z, but what do you think is the hardest part of having a podcast? What do you struggle with? That's a question that maybe you can get a better answer from and not make me feel like I'm literally telling you something you can get on Google. Like you can literally Google, you know how I started my podcast? I Googled equipment needed for a podcast. And a lot of that stuff was expensive. So all your girl got was the microphone and the USB extender to plug into the Mac. And um, I can't ever remember what the hell this thing is that like pop filter, there you go, pop filter. That's what I got and that's what I record on. And I learned that from Google. Um, I learned how, well, actually I already had experience with Odyssey, Audacity. I always call it Odyssey, but it's Audacity. Either ways, my editing software, I already had experience with that from making mixes for my sorority when we used to have stroll competitions. So I already knew how to use that, but you know, just Googling the best way to use it for a podcast. I did that. So it's like, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like if you're going to ask somebody to help you with something you at least should make your ask very specific and I don't think asking oh what do I need to start a podcast is that specific because I I don't know I just feel like well I guess it could be specific but it also is googleable and if it's googleable you should probably resort to google before you resort to me or any other creators and you know I'm not saying this to discourage people from reaching out to me Um, if we have that relationship, but I do think it's really important to not expect strangers to give you their time for free. Um, yeah, I think that's the main point of what I'm talking about is don't expect strangers or people you don't really have that relationship with to want to help you for free, especially like not to toot my own horn, but it's like, I do have a podcast. I have a blog. I'm in law school full time. Um, especially the season that they asked me and it was definitely like one of the busier parts of the semester so it's like for me just not even having that awareness to know like oh hey i know you're busy with x y and z but do you think it could help me it just it makes a world of a difference i think you need to be you know mindful of who you're asking also mindful of your ask mindful of the broadness of what you're asking and try to make it a little bit more specific And also it doesn't hurt to engage with this person's content and just, you know, you know, clicks help me like clicks on my webpage help me, um, commenting on my pictures, help me with the Instagram algorithm, replying to my Instagram stories, help me with the Instagram algorithm. Like there are so many free ways you can help content creators before you just reach out to ask for something. Um, and I feel like, I guess I just need to say that on this podcast, because I feel like as young professionals, it's something we need to keep in mind. And also, obviously this differs based on the industry. Um, what I'm talking about is very much specifically podcast 
blog, YouTube content creator related. Obviously, like I mentioned earlier in the legal industry, for example, I'm way more open to helping strangers with applying to law school. As a first generation law student, there's so many other law students I reached out to when I was um, pre-law school and asked for help. I think that is okay, but that's also my personal opinion. Um, (laughs) Some people might not think it's okay, but me, I'm perfectly open to helping people with applying to law school or, you know, advice for that whole process, the LSAT, all of that. Very open to that because, you know, people helped me in that regard. But when it comes to being a content creator, a lot of this, I either learned from friends already in the same industry or through hella hours on Google or through paying for courses from people who are experts. So I guess that's why I'm not as open to giving out all of my knowledge for free, even though I do give out a lot of content about (laughs) um, being a content creator. That's actually something I'm adding more of to my blog now that I have more experience doing it. And as I have more experience, there's gonna be more content related to that. Um, So yeah. That's just what I need to get off my chest today. I've been wanting to film this episode for a while, probably since that whole thing happened. And I think even before that, I wanted to record this episode because this person just completely caught me off guard. And yeah, I told them you need something to record with. And then I sent them the article that I read when I was starting my podcast, which I thought was actually pretty friendly because it was a very comprehensive article, but it was very much like a, you could have Googled this type of, exchange without me saying that y'all let me know (laughs) hit me up and let me know your opinions on this episode and what i've said especially my fellow content creators let me know how you feel about it but this is how i feel about it and i just share this more importantly to you know let young professionals know that you just really have to be mindful of when you ask people for their time and their resources and You have to be aware that some people make money through their knowledge. Not everybody just gives out free content, right? Like if I started selling courses, this knowledge would not be for free anymore or there would be free content and then not free content. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't personally think I'll be anywhere near that anytime soon. But if I was, you know, just interact with the free content. That's all I'm going to say. This has gone on way longer than I anticipated. I didn't even think this episode was going to hit 30 minutes. So I'm going to wrap this up. But if you do want to engage with my content, as I mentioned earlier, I have a blog at themusingsofmara.com. Also, you're listening to my podcast, Handle Your Scandal Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And leave a review if you love what you're listening to. Share it with a friend as well, you know, help me help you and help me help others. And hit me up on Instagram, at Musings of Mara. I'm totally open to conversation. I know this episode probably doesn't sound like it, (laughs) but I am. I love interacting with my followers. I love interacting with people who engage with my content. It makes my day. So yeah, um, that's all I got for this week. Be on the lookout for the next few episodes. We have some really amazing guests coming up. I'm actually really excited about it. But yeah, y'all have a good rest of your day and make sure to handle your scandal.